Welcome to Gadgets, a podcast from Gizmodo where we woman-splain the latest technology. I'm your host, Gizmodo reporter Florence Ion, and I'm joined by my fair editor, consumer technology editor, Caitlin McGarry. What's up? Hello, hello, Flo. (laughs) I really loved that early 2000s reference. Was that? Would you like to hear it in Romanian? I think I think I'm good for now, but we'll circle back. Because there's a there's a Romanian version of the "What's Up" joke. Just so everybody knows, it's Chefach. Wow! You have to stick your tongue out while you do it, as per the original meme. Sure, sure. Well, I'm glad. We learn something new every bilingual day. memeing. I'm telling you, it's it's the new thing. Okay. Um, speaking of bilingual, you mm. have left me here on the West Coast all by myself. Yes. I it, it's okay. It's been kind of lonely though. I <laughs> Cause, yeah, because by I two o'clock, imagine. man, everybody is is empty on the Slack. It's just me. I know, just little old green. <laughs> I know. It's uh so. I'm in New York right now yes. uh, for work, um, and so I'm recording in our New York office, um, and it's very weird to be on Eastern time. I have to say I don't get, like, anything done, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to being back on the West Coast. Mm. It's just, like, the day just feels like it goes by so much quicker here. I I don't get it. Like, hmm, I wonder if it's because you're farther up north and maybe... <laughs> Yeah. The sun goes. No, I'm serious because I I, I do wonder. Like I mean, ah, winter time is harsh too. It's really hard to go to the East Coast. Yeah. In the winter and um, in California, we don't have winter. We just have really bad weather or no weather at all. Yeah. So I, I prefer it to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's nice to be here and uh, yeah. So that's why I'm in just like a tiny little cube uh, in the office. So. My my sound is probably not up to par, but we're just it's fine. It's good. It's all good. It's all yeah. gravy, as yeah. they say at the Thanksgiving table. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're talking about a lot of some theoretical things. Well, not theoretical. Web three. It's not a theory. It's definitely the latest buzzword. And I know everybody is wondering, well, what the heck is Web three? And I'm just going to give you a little hint. It has to do with NFTs. Oh, boy. Here we go. We're going to talk about that today. Here we go. I know. Tis the season. We're also going to actually talk about Apple's AirTags today. I know we've mentioned a couple times, like, the safety issues with the AirTags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of thinking, let's really dive into it this week, especially because now there's an Android app. Yes, there have been some developments with AirTags this week. Mm-hmm. So now is the time. I get asked about them often. So I'm... Yes, I'm looking forward to diving into this with you. I'm gonna today. We're gonna get Caitlin explained. Yes, so. Caitlin explained. I like that. I like nice... it too. Actually, it works really well. Yeah, it has a nice ring to it. Mm-hmm. You know who else has a nice ring to it? Nope. Okay, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> the thirst in your voice, my goodness, woman. <laughs> uh, it was. Listen, I'm really glad that you tweeted me about us. We were going to originally do the whole episode about Keanu Reeves, but I don't think, I don't know that that would have passed with yeah. our bosses completely. So. Sure. We do have to talk about gadgets um, or, you know. It's okay. related with Keanu. It is. We're going to make it related. It's all related. <laughs> but we do have to fangirl a little bit about Keanu because, yes, 
Guess what I'm doing this holiday? I'm watching Mr. Reeves on my HBO-enabled TV. All right? That's... That's all I got on the mind right now. Okay. I love this so, for you. With that, let's let's put that in our minds. A nice mm-hmm. let's make him a happy Keanu instead of a sad one. Yes. And then we'll get ready for our first segment. Okay. Caitlin. Yes. Do you remember back in the day? Of oh, Live Journal. Oh no, we're doing this again. <laughs> you of know, course well, I do. <laughs> I know, I know you do. That's why I brought it up. But also, yeah. I brought it up because before we started recording, you know, we're talking about Web three today, which we're going to get to what the heck Web three is in a second. But I was looking up what part of the Web Live Journal was from, and apparently, is Web two. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, And so what we're talking about here is generations, all right? So Web3 is kind of like we're in the third generation, the third iteration of the web. Mm-hmm. And for, look, if if you've been on the internet for a mm-hmm. long time, mm-hmm. you know that we've gone through stages because the internet is still quite new from where we are sitting today in, yeah. you know, in its lifetime or whatever. Yeah. And if you do any... Five minutes on TikTok, three minutes on Instagram, you will run into somebody earnestly trying to explain to you why you should get into crypto, why you should buy an NFT. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's kind of time that we need to talk about what this Web3 is, because it's essentially what we're going to be faced with in 2022. Yes. It's it's more than just a buzzword. It's going to be what companies are going to predicate their, you know, earnings and profits on. It's... um, Yeah. So we need to okay. So let's let's really, take a walk really. down memory mm-hmm. lane as you love to do, and <laughs> let's talk about okay. What what was Web One? Web One was the static web. So we're thinking, believe it or not, GeoCities. The idea was I just need to have a website on the web somewhere people can find me at a link. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really discouraged for us to use. This was back in the day when you would have to disclose what browser your web page worked in. Right. Because <laughs> it didn't work in every single browser. It didn't. No. <laughs> That's so wild. It, the internet just felt a lot smaller with Web1. Like, everyone had, like, their little corner. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you had, like, your personal blog. Um, there were, obviously, search engines, but nowhere near as capable as they are today. And there were, like, no photos and no videos. It was just text and maybe, like, weird little animations. (laughs) I was going to say, a little construction, under construction animation. Oh, my God. I For some reason. Can we talk about GeoCities, though? So good. Like, that was, like, you picked your neighborhood and it, like, said something about you, like, where your GeoCities site was oh my god wow <laughs> can i tell you just very yeah. quickly side mm-hmm. note i actually never got the chance to download my geocity site so i found out who bought it i forgot the domain but it's so a company overseas bought it and i am trying to actually reclaim the data from there so they said that you could email them wow. and i somehow have to like prove them I'm the, I'm the original owner of that geocity site so oh i'm trying to get i'm trying to reclaim my files from i don't even remember i don't remember what mine was you remember like 
Your your usernames? I remember my username. Yeah. I listen, it's I've been doing back when I was freelancing before Gizmodo, I yes. was doing some research mm-hmm. into old flow web and just kind of trying to like retrace my steps. Anyway, that's a side note. Yeah. Okay. But so I do think flow web <laughs> flow web aside. <laughs> exactly. That would be but fun. I do think it's related because yes. we're talking about a time when the web was just this very, I would say it was still kind of abstract in a yeah, sense. Yeah, like there wasn't a lot going on, Mm-mm. but there, it also just felt like there was so much more going on than there had ever been before. So it was it was really cool. It was a cool time. But then, mm. then we have Web 2. So Web 2 is basically what we're living in currently as we transition to web three and it's all about apps and you know videos like web one no videos web two all the videos would you say web two pivoted to video web two pivoted to video wow Mm -hmm. nice reference yes (laughs) um and yeah with the rise of the smartphone there was just like this entirely new platform for everyone to build on and instead of you know our own little personal corners of the internet, we had social media and it just became like a, a much, I would say less anonymous place to be. And that's why I think web three is interesting because like nothing will be anonymous. Really. Everything will be traced back to you because web three is built on the blockchain. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's dive into this. Yeah. yeah. So it's built on the blockchain. It's all about decentralization, which is why I was sort of referencing these earnest, you know, videos, these earnest posts about why this is the future of the internet. Web 2, I'm going to put this in layman's terms and say it was kind of like the capitalization of the internet. Mm-hmm. Companies realized we can make a lot of money off of users and subsequently their data. Mm-hmm. And Web3 is kind of like, we want to try and reclaim some of that back as the users go back to kind of a web <laughs> web one time. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Crypto. Yeah. So that, yeah, that leads us into you know, what everyone is talking about these days, it's like literally always blockchain, crypto, NFTs. And we've discussed NFTs on the pod before. Um, But it's a really interesting concept because not NFTs, but like this web built on the blockchain, because I don't know that the user experience will be all that different. It's just like the underlying technology. Um but people are hoping that with the decentralization, that means, you know, Facebook won't be like the dominant player. You know, there will be a lot more creativity. And I think people are really optimistic about what Web3 will bring. But everything we've seen so far just leads me to believe that the same companies that dominate everything currently are just going to find ways to dominate again. So because everything is on the blockchain and everything is tied to your identity, you don't really get that freedom that you had in Web 1 mm-hmm. uh, or, or even in Web 2. You could be anonymous if you wanted to, even though most people are using their real identities. But the blockchain is literally a ledger and your identity is is there. So I don't love that because it's like we we had 
such freedom in the early days of the web. And I think that's something we should try to recreate, not, you know, go further in the opposite direction. Yeah, I agree. Oh my gosh. I'm just thinking so much about Discord and there was like news a while back that they were going to get into the blockchain. And I'm just thinking about how I've been trying so hard to reclaim that early day of the internet for me now, because I, we both got jobs on the internet. Our careers are completely predicated on all of this, yeah. which good for us. Yeah. <laughs> for for getting mean, it, into it. It tracks with our, <laughs> with our early internet days exactly. that we would end up here. It was all, it was all leading us here. For oh sure. my gosh. I remember back in web one days, like the, the forums I was in and like the 14 and 50 year old, 15 year olds that were on the message boards talking about, like, I'm going to get a career in graphic design and everything. It's, um, yeah, I and miss now, that. Yeah, I, I do too. That. I'm, yeah, I'm just really curious to see what will happen. But the amount of money that's being poured into this oh my space, God. like as we've talked about with NFTs and crypto, like th- that it's going to happen because there's just simply too much money at stake right now. But I don't know how long this transition will take. I mean, I feel like we're in very early days. It's kind of like the whole metaverse situation, although. Web3 is obviously less complicated than building out entire virtual worlds and convincing Mm -hmm. people to live in VR. So maybe it will be faster than I'm anticipating, but I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know, but also I know that I'm going to have to figure it out pretty soon. Absolutely. And I'm going to have to, I mean, God, just this morning I was looking at like Tamagotchi NFTs. They figured out how to like sprout. Oh, anyway, it's, it's a whole thing. You we'll, go to my Twitter. I linked it. We'll have to circle back to the <laughs> NFTs when we talk about Keanu because that's it. It's all coming together. It's all I know. related. Yeah, I know. yeah. So we're we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in it right now. Yeah. But we will forget come back that to this. savings bond for my kid. No, no, no. Please buy her an NFT. Please. Right. Why super, not? Super valuable. Yeah, that's her college education. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we're trying to make it free, but uh, by then anyway. <laughs> Sure. By then there will be free college because the world is burning. Manifesting. Uh, All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about our dicks. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, I still can't send you a message on iMessage, but I can help you look up your AirTag. So that was a nice little development that happened this week. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... Uh, Apple's AirTags are, I'm sure everyone knows by now, little circular trackers that you can uh, 
I have one on my keychain and I have one in my suitcase when I travel so that I can track it down if it's, mm, yeah. yeah, I think it's useful. Um, but as we've reported in the past, there are definitely ways that you can misuse an AirTag. And by you, I mean a bad person. Um, not you specifically, Flo, someone bad. Well, I have been known to like unnecessarily track someone just to kind of like, you know, sure have have marks against them. Have, have <laughs> <So>. you? <laughs> wow. The side listen, of your personality I've never listen, seen before. Okay. I'm just saying you got my family members. You want to make sure they're okay, quote unquote. Sure. Sure. Uh, you are stalking your family. This is great. Um, or blood related. But yes, yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they don't mind as they listen to this podcast. <laughs> They're a little stressed. <laughs> well, the good news is that I'm probably not going to find any AirTag because I guess nobody has one in my neighborhood. So just to back it up again, the there's an Android app now to yes. kind of help help the Apple using folks find their AirTags. Well, so the thing is that if an AirTag is being misused to track someone against their will or without their knowledge, Florence. Mm. <laughs> I'm using Google Maps, by the way. Okay. So okay. call Google about that. <laughs> um, so now, like, we reported originally, it was too easy to use an AirTag to track someone. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple of precautions in place, you know, the AirTag will make a noise, but it was after a very long time of being near the person. You could probably go hours and hours and never discover that an AirTag is near you. So Apple has finally made it easier to detect if an AirTag is near you without you knowing. Um, and now there's an Android app because the whole thing was like an iPhone user can easily see, you know, on their Find My app, like where the AirTag is. And if they place it on you then your iPhone would let you know if there was a tracker near you, but right. only if you had an iPhone. So Android users would just have to wait for the thing to make a sound. And it's like, that's... By then it's too late. Yeah. So now there's an Android app. Flo, you installed it, right? I did. Yeah. I, like I said, nobody in my again? neighborhood apparently... I'm sorry. Okay. What's the app called? I can't remember. It is called... I think it's just like Tracker Detect... It's called Tractor. It's not Tractor. Tractor. <laughs> it's called Tracker Detect. Yes. It's a very simple app. It's made by Apple. So when you go into the Google Play Store, you'll see the branding up there and make sure it's coming from Apple Direct. There's mm -hmm. actually a lot of, by the way, copycat apps oh. that I found in the Play Store while I was looking this up. And this will not be the first thing that will come up. So wow. That's bad. So Yikes. Okay. Well, it's, that's Android. You know, it's sure. open. So... <laughs> You're you know. committed. I don't know why, but you're committed. <laughs> yeah. I I wish that so my understanding, Caitlin, this wouldn't work with like would this work with AirPods? Um I don't believe it's so. from the Find My Network, no? Yeah, so the app finds uh other devices that are compatible with Find My, but the thing about AirTags or not AirTags, AirPods is that they belong to you and they're not, they don't have like location tracking oh, in them. Okay. So you can, you can see it if it belongs to you. You can see it on the Find My Map um, because it's connected to your phone, but you okay. can't use it to track anyone else. So I was curious about that because my cousin left her AirPods 
at the grocery store. She was telling me how she like tracked them from their eventual disappearance from the the grocery store. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think somebody might have put them in the dumpster. Oh, man. That's brutal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So now you can use this Android app to see it. You can manually scan to see if there are trackers near you, which is great because if you're partner is abusing you and they have an iPhone, you have an Android phone, like you would have no way of knowing. So this is great. Like this is a good, you know, safety precaution. But Flo, you've been sharing videos of like these TikTokers. I mean, I don't want to call them TikTokers, but like, you know, people who have experienced this AirTag situation and shared that experience on TikTok. And it's really wild to watch. It's really disturbing. Yeah. It's, I'm going to put a trigger warning for anybody, but I'm going to tell you how you can go look it up if you're curious and you feel like emotionally able to do that. Because sometimes these videos are, they're really scary because it's like the person is freaking out in the, they put it on TikTok because they want to make sure people know what's going on and they want help and they want the public to know. So I understand why this is online. And I've done the same thing with like Twitter. Like I just got in a car accident. You know, you want, you kind of want people to know what's up. So you can search for this. You look up air tags, tracking women. That's the search term. And by the way, I typed in air tags into TikTok on the browser and it immediately autofilled with this for me. Wow. And I didn't go looking for this for these videos. They just started showing up in my algorithm, I think, because of how I'm classified through my TikTok usage. Yeah. That's the one thing I hate about TikTok. Another side note, it'll be like, nice video, nice video. And then this is how humanity is terrible. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay, I get it. It's just like life itself, right? I was looking for an escape, but apparently it doesn't exist. So never mind. That's horrible that there's like an entire category of video just about air tags stalking women. Like, and these are women who have found air tags near them or Mm -hmm. like in their vehicle. Taped inside. By the way, I saw one today taped inside of where the gas cap resides. So they're like, oh, Oh Caitlin, by the way, has like very shocked. So it's the woman showed opening the gas cap compartment and then Uh inside it was duct taped like along there like wasn't she gonna find that when she got gas but yeah that's terrifying but yeah that's how like that's how these things are being used by some people so now it's a little more proactive like you can actually scan to see if there are air tags near you that you don't want there so that's good i'm still I don't know if that really goes as far as it should go. Um, I yeah. guess we'll I guess we'll see if, you know, I'm sure people will start sharing videos of like I scanned for an air tag and found it oh, hidden in some like weird spot. It's just like I'm I guess abusers can find a way, but we shouldn't be making it easier for them. So I I appreciate that this now exists, but it it took kind of a while for it to roll out. So that's... I mean, it took months. And you know how many stockings are going to be stuffed with this? Like, I got you an Apple product. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, nice. Because they're so cheap. It's like $29 for one of them Mm -hmm. and $100 for a four-pack. So, yeah, it's it's not... It's hard because it's useful, but it can also be useful for the wrong people. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, Caitlin, you know, I've been meaning to ask you this, and I've been reading, I've been reading advice from other places about like what to do if you do find an air tag yeah. is doing the nefarious. Um, so, I've read you yeah. can like take apart the back cover, bring the serial number to law enforcement, but I'm kind of. I'm still a little dubious about suggesting that to folks just because law enforcement yeah. hasn't really helped people getting stalked in the past. Well, it's also so. because it's a new device, a new kind of technology. Mm-hmm. It's also like, at least from what I've seen in some of these videos that you shared, police don't know how to respond to this. It's not like it's hard for them to figure out like who's actually doing the tracking, like is it illegal to put a Bluetooth tracker in someone's belongings? You know, someone could claim it was like an accident or something. So I just don't think they really know how to respond to it yet. So honestly, I I don't really know what someone should do in this instance. I really don't. Yeah, I think it's, you know, we were talking about Web3 earlier. It's interesting to see how TikTok and these other social media mediums are helping women primarily just be able to create community when they're feeling scared. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I don't want to suggest that somebody do the same thing, but I will say, if, I don't know what I want to say. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to give the wrong right. advice. I just, I don't think we can offer advice. I don't here. think we can offer advice at this point. Just, yeah be careful. And please don't give this to anybody, okay? I get it. Your mom yeah. needs her help tracking her whatever, but just give your mom a gift card and let her think about if that's what she wants to get, okay? That's that's sure. that's what the advice we're going to leave you with, I think. Yes, tracking devices and products with cameras maybe not good just, gifts. Yeah, maybe not. Not. All right. Let's take a break. We're going to come back with some something posy, positive. Yes. <laughs> so excited. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Now, I know it's not entirely couth to make the fangirl segment about a man that I recently tweeted as lust incarnated. Oh, God. But I I just want to explain quickly. Keanu Reeves, yes. for some reason, he's like, the, uh, mm, I want to say he's like the angel Gabriel, you know? He's wow. Just, <laughs> it's just that took a, a vision. Turn. That took a hard turn. I did not anticipate that. Okay. All the yes. Sunday school kids out there. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone, everyone knows. Yes. He is a vision. Yeah, I think the reason that people have really taken to him is, first of all, he's he's a good looking person. Like he's generally got that going for him. Objectively, yes. Objectively, absolutely, exactly. Yeah, 
He was a part of so many iconic movies in the last, I would say, 40 years. Like, I'm thinking all the way back to Point Break, which, oh, my God, it was sure. Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. Like, mm-hmm. what, what a tortured film. But also, we like tortured boys. That's why we keep paying them. Yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves ran, or excuse me, Keanu Reeves walked so that Timothy Chalamet could oh, run. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. He would not have the career he does now. Come on. That... I'm putting that out there. Okay. I, I accept that. You can email me, Timothy, you and your reps, if you want. <laughs> Fly on at gizmodo.com. It's fine. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I really hope he does. Yes. Yeah. What was really interesting, though, so Keanu has been doing all of this press surrounded the Matrix, the new yes. Matrix that's coming out, um, mm-hmm. which we talked about last week. And... I'm excited for the film, but because The Matrix was such a, you know, when it came out in, I think it was 99, it was, for us nerds, it was such a whistle. It was like, hey, nerds, come in too. Like, this this is the original metaverse that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With yeah. tethered tentacles and all this weird stuff that yeah. ended up happening in the rest of the trilogy. Yeah. So he's really been, like, he's on a giant press tour right now, mm-hmm. and... Was it over the weekend that this clip came out of him? He was doing an interview. On The Verge. Mm -hmm. And he's asked about NFTs. And his reaction is just like, I think how everyone reacts. He just bursts out laughing. So his reaction to this question about NFTs and digital scarcity. So as we've discussed before, Digital art is being sold as NFTs, but it's not, it's not an, an actually scarce thing because you could definitely just right click and save an image and it would also belong to you. And you wouldn't have spent tens of thousands of dollars. And basically that's Keanu's reaction. He's like, they're talking about digital scarcity and what, what does he think about NFTs that can't be copied? And he's like, those are easily reproduced and he just bursts out laughing and you're like yes finally someone has just like (laughs) said it out loud this is why we love keanu (laughs) yeah it it was it was classic and i think i think everyone has been taking this so seriously that to see someone like keanu talk about technology and just like you have to laugh at how absurd this stuff is sometimes. And I, and that's exactly what he did. And it was yeah. so, it was so wholesome <laughs> and so relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone just applauded him for it. Everyone was like, yes, he gets and it. Now we're all going to go get HBO Max subscriptions and maybe go to the theater. And because mm-hmm. of this, Keanu has made Hollywood a lot of money just through yes. this little clip yeah. through the verge. I think it's interesting whenever I do think it's interesting whenever we ask Hollywood about tech because they are they're on parallel trajectories they and we want to say that they intersect but when they actually quite like actually intersect it's it's a mess it is a mess yeah and a lot of times people I mean You know, if you're an entertainer, maybe you're not paying attention to technology that closely. And so people are asked questions. And a lot of times they just don't know what things are or what they mean. But, you know, The Matrix is obviously like a technology-minded movie. So 
I think the fact that he understands, not only understands, but can also critique mm-hmm. the concept of NFTs in this moment right now was just like, it was kind of a breath of fresh air. Chef's kiss. Chef's right kiss. Yes. It's perfect. Yeah. Lo- I just, um, I want you all to know that I actually Googled some facts about Keanu Reeves. And oh. um, <laughs> are we going to hear some facts right now? <laughs> well, I actually don't want to fully get into it because he's sure. he's led very difficult life i'm gonna say with a lot of heartbreak really and i don't i am not here to trigger anybody so i'm not gonna get into the super sad stuff of it obviously uh, but i will let's one thing to keep in mind Mm -hmm. is that river phoenix was one of his best friends sure he was alive so that's that's something to kind of like start with he's Mm -hmm. part of like the 90s hollywood tragedies that sort of uh befell the last gen so yeah yeah but I, one nice thing to know about him, though, is that he does ride the subway. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. he tends to live a very... I mean, look, he's got a $4 million house in L.A., which is like, wow, that's a lot, right? For, sure. For us. Yeah. For us. <laughs> for celebrities, $4 million is probably not in the scheme of things. But yeah, yes. it just means he has like a really nice Hollywood Hills home. Sure. <laughs> it's just very that's... well hidden away from... Yes. So he's he's like us, but not like us. Yeah. Yeah. But on, when it comes to NFTs, start. He's just, like, just us. like us. Yeah. <laughs> I will also want to shout out Carrie Ann Moss, by the way, is oh, yeah. in that video interview with The Verge. And um, again, I must objectify her. Objectively <laughs> objectify her. She, Carrie, sure. you're looking great, girl. She's looking great. She's, just want to let you know. Everyone so in this excited. movie is beautiful. Yes. I'm really, I'm genuinely excited for this. And I haven't, I will say Jill helped a little bit. <laughs> we talked yes. to her last week. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she really, she really hyped us up. I'm excited to yeah. see it. Yeah. Me too. Um, it's, it feels also really good to be excited about movies. Cause I feel like we didn't really get to have much of that mm-hmm. since the pandemic started. Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed. Nice escape. Yeah. With Keanu. Yeah. Let's Keanu. escape with Keanu. I'm ready. <sighs> Take me <All> right. away. <laughs> well, that signals the end of the Gadgets podcast. As we just finished our little fangirl portion, we would like to absolutely thank our producer and sound engineer, Ryan Allen, for helping us make this podcast a reality. Mm-hmm. We also want to give a shout out to our cover designer, Vicky Lita, who makes us look good on the page of the apps where you get our podcast. Yes. So thank yes. you for that. Um, reminder to all of you out there that you can email us at gadgets at gizmodo.com. It comes to both me and Caitlin's inboxes. So if you we want to just like send it. us a group message. Yeah, we get can. to read it at the same time. <laughs> so great. You can also tweet us at Gizmodo. We are on Twitter and everywhere else on social media, as well as Caitlin and I have our own personal profiles. I'm oh that flow. Caitlin is Caitlin underscore McGarry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, please subscribe to us where you get your podcasts. Like us if that's what your podcast app uh, requires. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leaving us a review helps others discover us, which is very important. So. Yes. Please help us. Um, I guess that's it for this week. Until we next week, we we'll have more. It. We're going to be here through the end of the year. So, yes, 
tune in. We have a lot coming up. We have CES just around mm-hmm. the corner. Mm-hmm. We're going to dive into that very soon. Um, so yeah, it's going to be yeah. fun. I'm getting new cameras in my home. So lots of... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> new cameras. All right, Flo. <sighs> so good to Bye, see everybody. you as always. Goodbye.